This is The Guardian. I'm Jane Lee, coming to you from Wurundjeri Land, and this is The Full Story. Please welcome to the stage the man set to be the 31st Prime Minister of Australia. When Anthony Albanese became Prime Minister, he reminded voters where he came from. It says a lot about our great country that the son of a single mum who was a disability pensioner who grew up in public housing down the road in Camperdown... can stand before you tonight as Australia's Prime Minister. And he promised that his government would look after Australia's most vulnerable people. No one left behind because we should always look after the disadvantaged and the vulnerable. But the last time Labor was in government, it cut welfare payments for tens of thousands of single parents when their child turned eight, pushing them below the poverty line. Now, Labor is considering winding back these cuts, giving single parents about $200 more a fortnight until their children are older. But are these payments enough? And at what age should they stop? Today, inequality reporter Stephanie Convery on the problem with the single parenting payment. It's Wednesday, the 3rd of May. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So Steph, Amid all of the news that we're hearing about what could be in next week's budget, we're hearing a lot about the single parenting payment. Why are we talking about this now? I think one of the primary reasons that we're talking about this now is there is a lot of pressure on the federal government to provide relief for Australians who are suffering a lot from the rising cost of living. People are really, really struggling. And the Albanese government keeps saying that it's going to do that. It's going to provide relief for some people who are doing it toughest. And one of the proposed changes that the Albanese government has sort of floated that it would look at is extending the length of time they'll get to benefit from a welfare payment called Parenting Payment Single, which is more colloquially known as the Single Parenting Payment. But Labor played a role in cutting back these payments in the first place. And now one of the reasons it's back on the table is because advocates say the current system is cruel and it leaves single parents struggling. 
So, Steph, you mentioned that Labor is considering extending the length of time that single parents will have access to this payment. Tell me how this payment has changed over time. So initially, single parents received this payment until their child turned 16. The welfare-to-work reforms go back to the Howard government. We are not on a punishing mission here. We're on an expansionary mission. We want to expand the participation of Australians in the workforce. Then the Howard government changed the eligibility requirements and halved the cut-off age of the payment. So parents could no longer receive the payment until their child turned 16. They could only receive it until their youngest child turned 8. And it meant that single parents, who are predominantly women, were no longer able to access quite as much money and then also had workforce participation requirements. But this was just for new participants in the scheme. So the people who had previously been receiving the payments and their children were over the age of eight had their situations grandfathered so they could keep getting it. I call the Prime Minister. Thank you very much, Deputy Speaker, and I rise... Then, on the same day as her now-famous misogyny speech in 2012... And in so doing, I say to the Leader of the Opposition, I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. And the Government will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny... Julia Gillard and her government, Labor government, cut off all of that help for parents whose payments had been grandfathered. So she pushed all of those people who were expecting to have the payment up until the age of their kid being 16 onto JobSeeker. That was post-GFC when the government was trying to get the budget back to surplus. That was one of the excuses that was used. But basically what happened was it left an already vulnerable group of people even more vulnerable. And it was kind of interpreted as a betrayal of the women that she had purportedly been supporting when she gave that speech. So currently, single parents who are eligible for this payment receive about $950 a fortnight. And then when their child turns eight years old, that's when they drop down to the lower job seeker rate, which is about $745 a fortnight. How does this affect single parents? I think it's really important to note that when you're on a welfare payment, you have restrictions on how much money you can make outside of that before your welfare payment starts to reduce. And if you're relying entirely on a welfare payment, you are already in one of the poorest cohorts of people in Australia. Our welfare payments have been very, very low for a very long time. They are some of the lowest in the OECD. So there is no fat in your budget when you are on a welfare payment. Mm. One of the parents that I spoke to who has experienced this is Samantha Skinner. I'm a single mum and have been for 17 years. Sorry, what else did you ask me? I'll get better at this. She was bumped off the parenting payment and onto JobSeeker when her son turned eight. That was certainly a period in my life where, you know, I started ending up in debt and that obviously had a massive impact on our lives. So even if you're only receiving $50, $60 less a week, you are still cutting out significant things from your life. It could be your medication. It could be half of your food bill. It was never enough. There was never a time when I thought, I I might just stay on this payment and stay home. You know, that just was never, ever, like... I would never do that. When you talk to single parents, 
the one thing they say is that they just cannot afford the things they need. We don't have a luxurious lifestyle. We've got secondhand furniture, secondhand clothes. It was deciding what you could and couldn't do because you only had this much petrol. I mean, when there's not the money to pay the bills, you, you just don't have a choice. So just to recap, single parents used to get this welfare payment until their oldest child was 16. Now they lose this and they get moved on to the lower job seeker payment much earlier when their child turns eight. So this change really affects what single parents like Samantha can or can't afford to do for their children. Does Labor regret its decision to extend that cut to all single parents who were still receiving this payment when they were in office? So there are a lot of indications that Labor has regretted making that decision. It did come across as incredibly contradictory. And recently, two of their own advisory groups have advised them to reverse that cut and reinstate the cut-off age to 16. The reason we were appointed was to make independent, bold, direct advice about the best policy reforms. Sam Mostyn, who is the chair of the Women's Economic Inequality Task Force, she indicated along with the rest of the task force, that increasing the eligibility of the single parenting payment was one of their primary recommendations. In fact, it was the top of the list. This is the best policy advice we think we're giving the government for this next budget that does the most heavy lifting for the most needy. She told the National Press Club that it was the smartest, most appropriate thing to do right now for this country and for those people who are just so perniciously trapped in falling into poverty and that's not just those mothers, it's also their children. And the Finance Minister, Katie Gallagher, has said that next week's budget would support the most vulnerable Australians. What I can confirm is the budget will have a cost of living uh, package that is targeted to the most vulnerable. Last week, she even went on Radio National Breakfast and said that the single parenting payment had saved her life. You know, I did live on that payment. It changed my life. It saved me. It uh, gave me the support I needed to to get myself together, uh, to look after my baby and to get back into work. So I 100% understand uh, the importance of these payments. They are life-changing and um, so important. But despite all these promises and indications in a general positive direction, it's actually quite unlikely that Labor will do this. There have been a number of reports that Labor could raise the cut-off age to 12. So it's sort of splitting the difference. But it would still leave a whole lot of people on the cheaper job seeker payment. And the other criticism of the reduction in the age in the first place was that it was arbitrary. There was no report, there was no investigation into whether this was a, an appropriate age to have their welfare payments reduced. It was just kind of arbitrarily decided. So why does the government say it can't fully restore the single parenting payment to what it was in the first place, which is a benefit that only ends when their child turns 16? Well, they talk about the budget deficit, so it's currently at $50 billion. They say that there's a possibility that increasing welfare payments will have an impact on inflation. That's an argument that has been criticised widely. The Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, has said repeatedly, and so has Anthony Albanese, that, of course, we want to help people in trouble, but we can't do everything at once. Mm. There is uh, an argument circulating that... 12, 13, even 14 is old enough for a child to be sufficiently independent, their high school age, for the parent to start re-entering the workforce. But what that doesn't take into account is families who have difficult circumstances, whether it's somebody escaping family violence, whether the child has high needs and actually needs a lot more 
care work to thrive than can be provided by a parent who is also in paid work. I think one of the really strong arguments that the task force came out with when they made this recommendation to the government was that it was partly about recognising the value of care work. Care work is work. If you are parenting, you are not bludging, you are looking after another human being. That's something that deserves our respect and therefore also enough money to do so well. Next, what does an adequate safety net for single parents look like? Hey, Laura Murphy-Oates here with a quick note about The Guardian. As you're probably aware, Guardian Australia's journalism is editorially independent, meaning we set our own agenda. We don't have a billionaire owner, nor do we answer to shareholders, so we're free from commercial bias. And this independence matters because it means we're able to challenge the powerful and hold them to account. Unlike many news organisations, we have not put up a paywall. We chose a model that means our reporting is open to everyone and funded by our readers who can afford to pay. Every contribution, whether big or small, counts. If you're able to contribute and have a minute, head to theguardian.com forward slash support full story. We've also linked to this on the full story page. Thanks. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So Steph, we know there is a lot of pressure on the government to raise the rate of job seeker as well, which is the unemployment benefit which single parents are shifted to once their child turns eight under the current system. In fact, advice from Labor's own Economic Inclusion Advisory Committee says that the current unemployment payments have fallen to such an inadequate level that they actually create a barrier to paid work. So could pushing more single parents onto job seeker actually be keeping them out of the workforce for longer? I think that's Absolutely a possibility. We know that it requires money to get back into the workforce. You might need to retrain. You might need help putting together a CV. You might need to get public transport or a taxi or drive somewhere. All of these things cost money. And when you have a fair bit of it, you don't necessarily notice how much it costs you to apply for a job. And I think it's important to also note the emotional and psychological effects of being pushed onto a punitive poverty payment. It is very difficult to have a robust self-esteem when you are earning so little money you can barely pay rent and, you know, can barely buy food. Like, that's, that's not good for anybody. But it sounds like the most likely scenario is that in next week's budget, the single parenting payment will only be partially 
reinstated. It won't be fully restored to what it used to be. What impact could that have? I think there's a certain amount of security that comes with knowing that you can continue to care appropriately without suffering a financial penalty for that. I still think I would have been struggling, so I'm not 100% sure of that. Um, But they're definitely... um... Samantha's son is now 17, so it's too late for her to benefit from this change, but she says it would have made a huge difference. It definitely would have made a difference. It would have lowered my stress. It would have made paying bills easier. And I, I hope they do something. I really, really hope they do it, like, because it will help people. I mean, these payments are not very high, generally speaking, but they are significantly more livable than JobSeeker. I remember it being all about him, what I couldn't give him. Um, it was, you know, not being able to give him the food he wanted. You know, we do, we do it tough. Like, we're trying to do the job of two people running a family and everything. I don't know why people think single parents don't want to work. Like, it's not enough to to for your family to thrive on, you know. So let, let's stop begrudging single parents. And what about those parents who have children who are over the age of 12? It puts them into a difficult position where they have to sacrifice the time that they would otherwise be spending caring for their children and put all of that energy into trying to find work and trying to tick off all the boxes that Centrelink requires them to tick off to continue receiving the payment if they don't find work. From 12 to 17 and 18 is when they cost us the most. So... Yeah, we just, you're just always going backwards and backwards and backwards. And, and you know, like now mine's talking about university. Like, oh, let me pay for that, son. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Steph, this is the Albanese government's second budget. And a big part of the way the Prime Minister sells himself is that he too was the child of a single mother on the disability support pension. Um, and as you mentioned, Finance Minister Katie Gallagher has said that this budget will be about supporting the most vulnerable Australians, but it sounds like they're not going to be able to do that here. Well, I think if they do increase the eligibility for the single parenting payment, that will be a good thing for people who are eligible for the single parenting payment. Obviously, it would be better if the eligibility had been increased all the way back to where it had been back in 2006. However, I think the problem at the crux of all of this is that our job seeker rates are too low. It would be less of a problem for people falling onto that payment if that payment was livable. Part of the problem is that there is a drop. You fall off the single parenting payment onto the less adequate job seeker and job seeker is not livable. We know that. There's committee after committee, academic, politician, business leaders, like they all say it is not enough. That was Stephanie Convery, inequality reporter for Guardian Australia. You can find out more about the single parenting payment and Samantha Skinner's story in an article Steph recently wrote called Slippery Slope, How Australia's Inadequate Welfare Traps Single Parents in a Cycle of Debt. We'll post a link to that on the Full Story page. This episode was produced by Miles Herbert, Alison Chan and myself. Sound design and mixing by Daniel Simo. Our theme music is by Joe Koning. And the executive producer of this episode was Hannah Parks. I'm Jane Lee. Catch you next time.
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.